My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami nice, these Gucci bags full of cash Peace family, it's your man Tay Sweat here once again with my man E What's good, E? Ah, you know, it's always good being here, bro. You always oh, yeah. good being here. And we got a good one today, too. So oh, it's a, it's a yeah. real good one. It's a real good one. And, and, you know, for this Money Monday, it's probably like one of our most like legit Money Monday questions. Oh, absolutely. Like, I like this one. So the question is, what is the difference mindset wise? What is the difference between a millionaire and how they think and a billionaire and how they think? Right. And let me just say for the record. We are not billionaires. Yet. We're not billionaires yet. 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 <laughs> but what I can tell you is the game plan we already have set is going to take us to multiple Bs. Number one. Number two, I personally, we personally know multiple billionaires and we know and experience how they think, which is kind of how we started wrapping our mind around mm -hmm. how we should think. Right. So. E, I'm going to let you kick this off because I know you're super excited uh, about this. So I'm going to yeah. let you kick this one off first. Oh, I love this. I love this. First of all, shout out to the to this is a question. So this is a question we're responding to from, mm -hmm. from the listeners. So shout out to that. But I think, you know, just to start it off and to set the context, I think Tay said it perfectly. You know, we actually know and, and interact with billionaires. And I think, mm -hmm. again, when you get exposed to it, you know, follow up on some of our previous conversations on, on Money Mondays, your mind's expanded. And we were fortunate enough to be able to eclipse having a million dollars worth of assets worth of net worth Absolutely. at a young age and we weren't satisfied with that mm -hmm. but then we also saw billionaires and so what did we do what we try to tell everybody in our space to do study yes right we started studying billionaires and how they operate and how mm -hmm. they think and again a lot of millionaires you know are on their way to a billion dollars right that's what we that's what tay was just saying right but there is a there is a pretty clear line between millionaires and billionaires and a lot of millionaires obtain you know their wealth through a practice of trying to just accumulate wealth yes right they 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 set their sights on a million dollars um they they reverse engineer their way to like getting it like oh if i get this and i get this i get that's that's a million dollars honestly some people just have really good jobs mm -hmm. there's plenty of ceos that are millionaires right Absolutely. people have really good jobs billionaires are usually wired a little differently mm -hmm. right and i would say the main thing is they think bigger than just getting something for themselves yes you know they they think about how they build systems how they change the world how they can like really take what they're doing what they're doing and then influence so much more and a lot of times you'll see billionaires they're people that money starts to not matter as much mm -hmm. right it's what they can do impact with a tool that's very flexible mm -hmm. and money is the most flexible tool that was ever created. Absolutely. So I would say just as a, as a, as a baseline, you know, billionaires are, are people who are solving problems, building systems, and they kind of internalize that, right. They internalize how they can, how they can go. Now we do have a lot of, you know, the self-made millionaire billionaires that are popping up, you know, that have been in fashion and been in stuff. And those are, and I would say they are definitely of course worthy and deserving of what they've accumulated. Mm -hmm. but they are a different breed from a more traditional billionaire. But even though, what did they do? They took something, they realized that there was a niche and they exploded it. Right. Yep. And it's, it's, it's big thinking. Like you have to even think about a billion dollars to really start to understand like, Oh, okay, there's things I've got to do there. Mm -hmm. But I would say just the main simplistic thing that I would say to separate the two 
from everything that I've 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 come across, people I've interacted with, it's longevity and impact. Like Absolutely. literally, it's I don't need a million dollars. A million dollars is good enough for me. I can have fun. I can do a couple things. That's fine. A billion dollars is I need to make sure this problem is solved for people. I need to make sure all of these people are better off. I need to make sure I'm making a difference in this way. And then people like to win. Like billionaires like to win. Um, you don't you don't have too many consecutive losses in whatever you're doing and become a billionaire. So I think there's also an edge to them, right? A healthy competition in some senses and sometimes unhealthy, mm-hmm. uh, right? And they're, they're wired a little bit differently. And I think that's something we're going to talk about here today. So, Absolutely. bro, I want to hear your side of it because I know this is literally one of our favorite topics to mm-hmm. talk about. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, You know, from what I've seen and something I picked up, we both picked up from a couple billionaires, one more especially being um, Kevin Harrington when we got to yeah. speak to him um, yeah. when we were in Mexico. What we've learned the most is that with billionaires, so let me say this first, the millionaire side of things, when you're a millionaire, you kind of, yeah, yeah, I got, I got a little money. You know, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? You know, yeah, yeah. I spend that, I spend that, I spend that, right? You want a wedding, you go hard at the wedding. You do this beautiful wedding, elaborate wedding, and you spend the money that you've worked hard to accumulate to go for that wedding or to get that wedding, right? And it's just one example. The way a billionaire thinks Everything needs to generate some fucking income, mm-hmm. right? Some type of cash flow. So what a billionaire may do when it comes to a wedding is instead of, hey, we're going to go get, you know, we're going to get the cake and we're going to pay for all of the catering and the venue. We'll pay for all of that. What a billionaire do is go, okay, we're going to actually go buy a venue, mm-hmm. right? And we'll, because we own the venue, we'll go ahead and have our wedding here. But after the wedding's done, that venue will rent it out to other people who want to have a wedding, (laughs) right? This is a billionaire mindset. And once again, you don't have to be a billionaire to be able to do that. You can literally be worth a couple million, just $2 million, right? And if there's a building that has some type of venue, and let's just say the venue, you know, the building itself for the venue may cost you, I don't know, a quarter million, half a million dollars. You go take a loan out. You put 20% down on that, right? And instead of you just having your wedding, you can actually buy it, have your wedding, and then charge people to have weddings there from here on out. Continued cash flow. Yep. Right? So this is one of the things that I picked up from billionaires. Mm -hmm. Everything has to make money. Everything. It has to make some type of revenue. It has to, you know, it has to bring in some type of cash flow. No, I love that. Which, you know, brings me to my next thing. The billionaire mindset versus the millionaire mindset with millionaires, a a lot of them, a lot of millionaires have this mindset where it's I got to grind harder. I got to go harder. I got to go harder. I need more money. I need to make more money. I, 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 the way a billionaire thinks ain't no I. It's like, what can I buy that's going to make me more money? Mm -hmm. How can my money make me more money? Mm -hmm. I ain't doing nothing. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to, to make the money. I need to take this money. Find something that I can sit it in and then let that make me more money. So the billionaire mindset now is just, hey, what can we buy next that produces cash flow? You got dividend stocks. You have real estate, you know, like buying whole real estate. You have certain, you know, uh, you know, bonds and things like that. So, you know, paper assets. Yeah. yeah. You have certain uh, businesses that, you know, you can go out and buy business. Yes. Right. 
So there's plenty of things you can do to create cash flow, but that's what a billionaire mindset yeah. usually does. I'm not going to work for it. I'm going to get the asset yeah. that's going to work for me so yeah. that I can do whatever else. Because really, the whole time, I'm literally looking for the next asset. That's it, absolutely. That's it. I'm about to say, that's a big difference. It's not mm -hmm. It's not income and revenue per se. It's, it's pure right. accumulation. Yes. Um, and I think just so people know, you know, to put it in context, you think about, just generally think about people with a million dollars is just, it's a lot of money no matter what. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people think about a million dollars and what it takes to make a million dollars or how could I get a million dollars or how long, how much time it'll take to get a million dollars. Right. And a billion dollars is a thousand of those. Mm -hmm. Right. So a thousand of those. So, again, it's just a it's a, exactly it's a it's a <laughs> yeah. different frame of mind. I love what you said. It's not about I. It is almost as quickly as possible. How do you get to somebody else doing it, mm -hmm. minimizing how much you have to commit to it, yep. having that passive income come in or having those accumulated assets keep fueling what you want to do and then go to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Right. How do you make a thousand million dollar decisions? That's what I tell myself. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make a thousand million dollar decisions. I'm going to get there. Right. The other thing I always tell people is, you know, most billionaires, they have no desire to be repetitive. Right. Right. So when I say a thousand million, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just do the same thing over and over again. They don't want to do it. They want to automate it. They yes. want to find a group, <laughs> a person, a yes. plate, whatever they need to, like, put that on autopilot. Because then you you have the ability to scale. Mm -hmm. And that's why, I like what you were saying, you're like, you know, I, 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 I. Because I want to jump back to the other side real quick. A lot of, like, a million dollars is not easy. Let's just be clear. Mm -hmm. But just think about it. There are a lot of millionaires. And specifically in America, we have the most millionaires in the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are books, Millionaires Next Door, which is actually a great book, by the way. But it Millionaire Next Door. But there's a lot of ways that they tell you to strategically manage your, your life, mm -hmm. manage your income, so that you can get to a million dollars and be, and be fairly comfortable, right? But you got to think about when you say a billionaire is different. Yes. They're not, they're not scarce in their mindset. They're not really limiting. They might be prudent. Like Tay said, they might make very smart financial decisions. You know, no, nothing is a loss. So they like to win. Mm -hmm. So they got to put something into an, a, a competition or an equation that says, I'm going to come out positive when I do this. And I like what you said about it. instead of just saying, we're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars on a day, $200,000 on a mm -hmm. day. We're going to figure out we'll spend $2 million on a, in a year to make this thing work for us. Mm -hmm. And then every year that thing makes at least $2.5 million. Oh, that's good. That's a half a million coming in a year. Let's make that happen. And then they go to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's, that's, that's like, right? Like, that's one of the yeah, things absolutely. that's so crazy. And for me, I feel like one of the, because, you know, you talked about with Kevin Harrington. I think for me, one of the experiences that was really interesting was, you know, in Nashville, we have a, we have a few families that, that have a lot of wealth, but they're in business. They're actually in, in family businesses. And that's the other thing I want to mention to people and think about it. And that's what, that's why me and Tay get excited about this. It's like, man, we got to look at our family. How is our whole family? And this can be adopted family, right? Like this is pick and choose, but you have your family as a nucleus. How does this whole nucleus, how does everybody here improve, get better, or help us go forward, right? And again, there's family offices, there's investment firms, whatever that are built around not losing, Right. How do how does this year or this quarter, this month, whatever, how do we make more or do better than last month? How do we not lose yep. again? You can make millions of dollars <laughs> and lose it and not reach a billion. So you got to think these are people that have accumulated so much wealth. They actually can afford to be a little more risk averse. Mm -hmm. 
and they kind of take their money and put it into different piles and say, okay, this is risky. Absolutely. This is preserving. This is actually going to be what funds everything. Like they have a, a very broad mindset, but I just wanted to drill in on that fact that you said, it's just like, it's not an I, I, I. It's how do I build a team? How do yes. I build a system? How do I make this family work? And for us, like Tay said, there's a plan, if not plans, that we've all looked at. It's like, man, this can be done. Um, and I think for us, it's like a lot of people, and I said this earlier, have gotten to a billion dollars in different ways. Yep. So we, we look at all of those different models that we know of and say, how did that work for them? How did that work for them? So I'm going to say this piece, and I'm going to pass it back to you because I know you like this. Billionaires, most, 98 Point nine nine percent or whatever read they continually <laughs> educate themselves yes um they they understand they must be relevant in knowledge mm -hmm. relevant in practice and they have to continue to absorb information mm -hmm. to make those very very valuable decisions absolutely because again when you have money if your money is sitting still you're losing money setting it on fire you're losing it so they have to continually make mm -hmm. decisions that are very valuable so they read they have they have you know confidants and people that they trust mm -hmm. and they have people around them that are giving them information just all the time Absolutely. and so i think that's something that just we got to highlight that they read they absorb information they're always learning absolutely i mean that i mean you hit that nail on the head and i want to actually highlight something you said even before that because you know this is one of my favorite when you have a billionaire mindset. This is what kind of helps us continue to climb so fast, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you know, we early 30s and we banging down, you know, eight-figure yeah. deals, you know. You know, look, slick eyeball and nine figures, you know, already. <laughs> so it's like, okay, yeah. so what helps us move so fast is the simple fact of what you said. Everybody on the team has a job to help push us forward, mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of how, you know, I run, you know, my tribe, right? Like, I'm going to bring you in. I'm going to take good care of I'm going to make sure you're good. You have fun. You enjoy. You know, we're here in Puerto Rico on an island. You know, everybody worried about monkey pox and all this other shit that's going around. We sitting here on an island with a pool in the backyard. We got 9,000, 7,000 square feet just to, just to kick it and have fun. The beach is right there. You can hang out, right? I'm going to make sure my people have fun and we have what we need. But while you're here, what are you going to be doing to help me continue to be able to provide this yeah right so for me sometimes you know like for example my mother-in-law i might i might sit there and watch her do something and she's like folding clothes or she might be helping to like cook some food or something and i know how to cook and i know how to fold clothes i'm like no i'm gonna sit here and trade carry on <laughs> yeah right because when you're done i got you right you don't have to lift a finger you're gonna fly private or first class whatever it is you're gonna hang out you're gonna do your thing so I'm going to continue to provide that lifestyle. I just need you to help. So I don't have to take my eye off the ball to go fold clothes, right? Or to do whatever it may be. So each person has this thing, right? And that's just an example, but each person has their, their role and what they can do to help contribute so that I can personally continue to bang out these money so that we can continue mm -hmm. to live this type of lifestyle, right? So that's number one. But so that's just to kind of emphasize on what you, you know, oh, yeah, I, I love that, right? Now, number two, the thing I want to talk and really talk about, because I think this really like blew my mind and opened up my world. Millionaires tend to focus on the flip, the profit. Man, hey, I got just bought this house. We, we you know, we paid a hundred k for it. Boom, we are gonna sell it for four hundred thousand, right? That's three hundred thousand profit. 
right? And it's kind of, you know, it's cool. Like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. you know, good job. You know, congratulations, right? You focus on the profit, right? The profit, the profit, the profit, the profit, the profit. And that's, that's fine. But the billionaires don't focus on the profit. The billionaire mindset, and this is something that I've been using, we never sell. Mm-hmm. We never sell. There is no flip game for us, right? So when you buy an asset that has the potential to produce money, you never sell that asset. You might, you know, you might borrow against it, yeah. <laughs> right? For example, one of the richest men in the world, Elon Musk, when he was about to buy Twitter, you think he started flipping? You think he sold Tesla so that he could go buy <laughs> Twitter? No. Yeah. He leveraged his Tesla shares. And he said, all right, now I have the what, 40 something billion dollars y'all need so that we can go ahead and buy Twitter. So I still own Tesla that produces money. I still own all my Tesla shares and I'm going to borrow some money against my Tesla shares so that I can also buy Twitter. Twitter will make enough money. And of course, the Twitter deal fell through, which I told y'all that was going to happen Indeed. because he could, he was going to have a margin call if his if his stock fell below 650. Right. I told y'all Tesla is going to 200, you know, 250, 300 dollars. I told you Tesla's going to fall under 300. Elon Musk knows that. That's why he didn't go through with that. Nothing other than that. That's why he didn't go through. Okay. So anyway, this is why he was doing that. I know free game. I just told y'all a little something if you know what to do with it. So this is something that I know it's a lot of billionaires or billionaire mindset. We all do this. And I say we, because I I have that billionaire mindset. When I have something, I don't want to sell it. I'm not selling. I'm going to find a way to leverage it. And then we're going to go from there and I'm going to build from that. So, for example, I just put my Lamborghini up. I don't want to drive the Lambo because right now there's a lot of people going through, you know, hardship. When people get hungry, they start looking for who they can go take from. Right. You're not going you know, you're not going to see me in a million dollar car and think mm, that looks. Oh, yeah. He looked like he got money. I'm going to go take his money. Right. Mm-hmm. So, no, you don't want to. You have to be smart. You have to be smart. So I say, hey. We're going into a recession. People are losing their jobs. Things are about to get really bad. I don't want to be out here in a fucking Lamborghini. So I put my Lamborghini up. But you think I just let that damn car sit? No. Not at all. I put it up. And then I leveraged the equity in the car. Yeah. I said, okay, this is a million dollar car. Cool. I'm going to take out $500,000 and I'm going to trade that shit while it sits in this garage. <laughs> right? And that's exactly what I did. I put that put that in a garage. I found a company that allows you to borrow against the equity in your car or any collector's item that you may have. So you can borrow, believe it or not, this watch can be borrowed against as a Rolex. If the Rolex at the time, the Rolex was like 70K, they would allow me to bring or take out $35,000 because they do a 50% LTV. Mm-hmm. So once again, this is something that is possible and I didn't have to sell my Lambo, right? Mm-hmm. I just put it up. I borrowed against it. I trade that money while it's sitting there and I wait for this recession to go away so people don't look at me like I'm a piece of meat, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then once yeah. the recession goes away, I, I take the money, I pay off my loan and I go get my Lambo and I'm back in the streets when things are clear. That's how billionaire mm-hmm. mindsets work. I leverage everything, the house, the cars, the stocks. That's why I teach in STB. We we were willing to leverage Mm -hmm. everything. And this is something that billionaires do. Millionaires don't technically, I I don't really see it a lot. I don't see a lot of millionaire mindset folks do that. 
Uh, but the billionaire mindset, folks, oh, yeah, leverage the hell out of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, because, again, we talked about it. I mean, it's a couple of things, a couple of buzzwords or keywords that we mm-hmm. said in here that I think are really hidden on it. So hopefully people are getting those. But like we said, scaling, mm-hmm. right, definitely making sure that an accumulation mindset, leverage. Absolutely. Um, you know, they talked about equity and what you're doing with that, buying assets that you can that, that are actual assets that are valuable enough or at least in the right form to yes. be leveraged, you know, and. Everybody who knows me, you know, it's real estate, right? I mean, it's, it's, it is the thing that is, has been the most time tested and you can leverage against in both cash flow and appreciation. So I'm in that space. I love it. Like taste it. It's like, ah, we really, this is a play we need to make right now. All right. Well, I can go, I can borrow against that. I can push this money into the next thing. I also think too, you know, you touched on this and it's something that, you know, you said it and it kind of like, it resonated with me, but you talked about how you looked at what's happening right now mm-hmm. and then made decisions. And again, it goes back to what I was saying. It's like, there, there's always this absorbing of information. Yes. You always want to know, right? Making the best decision that you can in the time. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, and we're saying millionaire versus billionaire because achieving a million dollars, you know, you can do that with a different mindset. There's plenty of people that, that can save. They Literally, you can save to a million dollars depending on what your income Absolutely. is i don't really know who can save to a billion <laughs> but if they but look but look if they've done it i want to meet them i want to figure out how they did it yeah but i think the the thing that you mentioned like you said is like understanding where you are and making those decisions and tay also dropped another piece of knowledge like heading into this recession at least this recession like period mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on who you're listening to Absolutely. and like there are people that are billionaires that are making certain decisions mm-hmm. to become even wealthier People that are millionaires, multimillionaires that are making certain decisions mm-hmm. like us to Absolutely. put themselves on a path to be billionaires. Mm-hmm. And there are other people that are millionaires that are like, OK, it's, things are going to get bad. All right. Let me stop this, stop this, stop this. But not stopping with a strategic reason, not having a next step because they are comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like we said at first, you know, billionaires a lot of times it's not about that money and just having it. It's about what they can do. It's about the tool. It's about the making the impact it's about man every day i wake up there's something i can be doing yeah how do i do that thing how do i make this better Mm -hmm. and i feel like those are the drivers in how you see people go from 10 million dollars to 400 million dollars to a billion you're like how did they do that and what you'll see is when people start having those rises it's because they poured a lot of time and energy into building something and somebody either buys that something or that something scales up Mm -hmm. And the only reason they're able to scale up is because they were making decisions early on that allowed for that to happen. And so, like, taste it a lot of times with businesses, like a lot of the businesses that you see, especially now, you know, you have those unicorns, the Silicon Valley turned to unicorns. Yep. Man, they, they, they suck money for years. They drain money, drain money, drain money. Yep. But one of the main things they get asked about is how do you scale? How are you going to scale this? You can have a brilliant idea, but you got to be able to scale it. Absolutely. Um, and then I would just say this, and, I, and this is from my personal perspective, and, and people on my team have heard me say it, and I've said it to people around me. I'm like, look, my plan is to, my mindset is set to, I need to be able to retire by I'm 35. I got to build the system that I need to scale by the time I'm 35. If I build that system by the time I'm 35, I'm not going to retire, right? I love the things that I do. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But that means my system is built so that I could. Then I can scale it. Right. And I think that's the thing a lot of people don't really understand about billionaires. These are people that are creative enough to say, I know where I'm at today, mm-hmm. but I got to build it this way 
so that it can't just be me, right? Absolutely. Like removing themselves as a bottleneck and understanding scale is the overall goal. So how can you do that? And I, I love when, you know, and, and Tay did this in a way that really was like right beside me. So I got to see it firsthand, but Tay was training people. It was me and you or me in a small group. And it was like, yeah, but it can be better. I can train a thousand people. Mm-hmm. I can literally interact with so many more, like, and, and, and just seeing his mind always work on like, how can I do more? And then that was kind of, that set the stage for STP. And it's just like, you see it. And I'm like, okay, so if I just watch what he did over a couple years, like he built something, he took what he had, but he's like, this has to be scalable. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't get where I want to go mm-hmm. doing it this way. So let me build it out in a scalable way. And so I just think that's something we got to drive home here to everybody listening because coming directly from us sharing our story, it's always been about how can I make it to where it's scalable? Absolutely. How can I make sure? And it, honestly, the benefit of that too is it's not like driving and working us into the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing too. A lot of billionaires, they're very efficient. They work really yes. hard, but they understand that they have yep. to be in a better mental state, better physical state to continue to make those kind of decisions and drive forward the things they're doing. So right. you can't just grind yourself to a billion dollars. Right. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. You just can't. And and I, to close out, I want to say this before we leave. To close out, I want to say this. It's very important what he's saying. You can't grind your way to a billion. Why? Oh, and let me say it not this, not why. Let's say it this way. I need you to start doing the math, right? If you say you want to make a certain amount of money and you currently make a certain amount of money per hour, how many hours will it take to make that big amount of money that you have to make? For example, you say you want to make a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you currently make $10 an hour, you have to ask yourself, how in the hell am I going to make a million dollars? Now what you can do, let's just make $10 an hour. Okay, cool. You can divide 1 million by 10, mm-hmm. right? That's going to get you 100,000 hours. Crazy. Now you got to see how what does that look like a hundred thousand hours? How many? Just so you know, that's over fifty years, right? That's exactly. If you, that's if you're working full time, grinding, exactly. literally grinding. Absolutely, mm-hmm. right. So when you realize, oh shit, I don't want to have to work fifty years to make a million dollars. Not to mention, I got to live off that money, so I'm not even going to actually <laughs> have the see. million. I'm gonna have to spend a million, yeah, just to live. Now you realize, hmm, ten dollars an hour ain't it. That ain't it. I can't I can't get to my goal with this current model or what I call a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Right. So now what you have to do is find a vehicle that is going to get you to your goal. I don't know what that looks like for you, but now you can do even more math. You say, OK, what's a vehicle that maybe pays me one hundred dollars an hour or what's a vehicle that doesn't pay me hourly? It pays me based on my impact. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of how I got to my, you know, whole conclusion of, you know, the trainer online training, because I realized I said, hey, I make fifty dollars an hour. Right. When I was a personal trainer and then it got to one hundred dollars an hour because I started scaling up. I was like, oh, I'm pretty good. And I'm like, OK, hmm, hundred dollars an hour at most. If I'm grinding my butt off, I could train 40 hours a week. Right. It's not bad. It's like mm-hmm. forty hours, hundred dollars an hour. It's what four grand a week, mm-hmm. right? Well, I started thinking. I was like four grand a week. I'm like, holy shit, that's only like sixteen thousand dollars a month, and I'm busting my ass at this point, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like sixteen thousand dollars a month. So I'm like, 
you're literally looking at roughly $200,000 a mm-hmm. year. And in my mind, remember, if you haven't heard the episode where we're talking about how, you know, we want more than what, you know, you need to expand your thinking. Absolutely. My thinking was already big and I'm thinking to myself like 200 grand a year is not enough. Yeah. I don't have any more hours to work for the $50 an hour. So what yep. the hell do I need to do now? Mm-hmm. I need to find out how to not get paid by the hour, but by the impact. I need a one to many model. Yeah. So what I then did is I said, okay, how can I charge people less money, but make more? I'm not going to charge you $50 an hour. I'm going to charge you $300 a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to charge you $300 a month to get the same result. And I'm going to make it better. I'm going to give you a nutrition plan, a workout. You're going to work out on your own instead of me needing to sit there and look over you mm-hmm. and count your reps. I'm going to say, hey, you work out on your own. Here's your workout. Here's your nutrition plan. And then I'm going to give you walkie-talkie access to mm-hmm. me. So anytime you feel weak, you don't want to go work out, you're going to eat that cookie, whatever <laughs> it is, you got yep. walkie-talkie access to me. And at that point, I then could, instead of working with 40 people a week or 40 sessions a week Mm -hmm. at $50 an hour, I could work with a thousand people a month at $300 a month. Mm -hmm. That was 300,000 a month that I was bringing in as a trainer. Exactly. Right. So I just went. Had me thinking about changing professions. I was like, Taser, wait a minute. (laughs) How you do that? Yeah, absolutely. So at that point I'm thinking, I'm like, Oh shit. I was thinking about, or I was at 200 K a year, busting my butt day and night, meeting people at the gym. And then I found a way to convert that to $300,000 a month, not a year. Mm-hmm. $300,000 a month was bringing me in roughly about $2 million. I say roughly because you get people to come in and out. You know, oh, I'm thinking about canceling my subscription. All good, right? So you had a churn rate. So about $2 million a year is what, we could, what I could bring in as a trainer, right? And that was only because I was thinking about that math. How can I get here where I currently am and you have to make it fit. I can't tell you what that is for you, but you're going to have to do the math. All right. And that's how I did mine. So that's going to wrap us up for the day. I had to share that because this that's is an exactly how story, I bro. It's important. I appreciate it, bro. Absolutely. And you know, I feel like it can help somebody out there, which is why I want to share it. So if you have any questions like this one, this is a great question that somebody left us. If you have any questions like this or a topic you want us to cover, just leave us a five-star review. And in the review, leave your question. We'll get back to it as soon as possible. Other than that, this has been another Money Monday with Tay and E. We'll see you on the next one. Peace. Peace out.